This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And my Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Drinking hot cocoa. Because <laughs> we can do that now here in California, in the Central Valley, California, where we're from, where we couldn't have done that for a long while. Because it's finally it cold. Too, yeah, finally yeah. It's, getting uh, the temperature down. You know, we have uh, five plus months of summer here. So, uh, you know, in, in about May, it starts getting to be 100 degrees and right. then uh, it gets hotter. Through into October. And then it yep. stops being 100 degrees, usually around September yeah. somewhere. It so, was October, yeah. In October. This year. So yeah. we're drinking hot drinks and enjoying the weather. <clears throat> and we. Uh, and it was just Thanksgiving. So yeah. happy Thanksgiving happy, to all yeah. of our listeners who, uh, who celebrate, celebrate that. that thing, yeah. And if not, happy fall yeah. to everyone else. Cornucopia Day. <laughs> Cornucopia Day. That's our new podcast holiday, Cornucopia yeah. Day. Yeah. Cornucopia Day. That's a non-secular, uh, yeah. wait, I don't know. Non-religious. Non-religious. So we didn't. Yeah. Uh, know. It's already, it's already <laughs> not know. religious. So we're going to jump into this one. Uh, it was a reader um, or a listener submission. submission. And we didn't really uh, pregame at all on this nope. one. We just started recording because whatever. Because it's going to be just raw and real. Yeah. Raw and real. So uh, do you have <laughs> it pulled up you can read so we can? I do. Awesome. Um, yeah. So one of our listeners wrote in. The, the signature just says Tommy Siv, so that's what I'm going to use. Okay. Um, he just asked, um, in episode 26, I think, you touched on intention. I was wondering if you could go deeper on how intention can be cultivated in Aikido practice and how intention can be used to influence technique. Also, is intention a natural, by, natural byproduct of concentration on the four steps to make Aiki? Ooh. So I think that's a good one. That's pretty yeah. good. Lots good of that, was a, that was a pretty astute little last part of that question yes. there, I think. It was. Um, all right, so where do we want to jump in with this? Uh, about I don't remember episode 26, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be. So who knows what we said back then. Hopefully we won't contradict ourselves. Because none of us listened to it again. Um, well, I mean, that's it's been a little while. What, it's been a yeah. year and a half, maybe. Since yeah, then, it's been so. a while um, since we did that. But I do remember talking about in, intent and sort of uh, what it is and how it can be used and how it is important. Um, and then I think that didn't that was sort of a part of the Ukimi episode as well, um, I feel like. Episode 26 was the solo training for the Aikido Gaelic what you uh, can yeah, do yeah. on your own. Oh. So that yeah, and so we were talking about that, like yeah. how to how to train intent in public and oh right right yeah. right 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 yeah. very very. The, cool. the trick here yeah. for me is to not tell the same stories that I told on that. Episode. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure. I'll probably tell the same story. Yeah, but this time you'll be telling that story with better audio. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, then yeah, now you can hear the story. <laughs> well, no. So let's let's start this off uh, with just by setting up kind of kind of what we mean when we talk about intent and then why it is so important. Um, and then maybe why a lot of people may not be training it as much as they should or, uh, as well as they should. Yeah. Cause I feel like I don't, you know, I feel like there's a lot of times in, in class where, no, <laughs> Josh, I mean, Josh has no intent in class. <laughs> no, I mean, he's like, <laughs> but I catch myself at times like really thinking about like, oh, okay, am I being, as present as I can yeah, and really yeah, totally. and if, if you're doing technique just technique a lot of times stuff like that can just sort of get set aside because you're working on yeah. other things right like it's a more physic it can become a more physical practice or memory instead of or, a, you know yeah. so yeah all right intent all right go <laughs> and race i go um so intent's basically the the step that immediately precedes action so intent is the mindset you go into before you plan to do something um and it's the the part that immediately precedes that so that's uh depending on how people are at expressing their intent that's the part that you pick up on 
Um, and, and you can direct your intent at people and you can read intent from people, meaning, you know, I can tell someone with a look that I want to hurt them or I don't like what they're doing or it makes me sad or whatever. And I can tell uh, other people's intent coming off of them, whether, you know, that person feels happy, sad, whatever. Um, so it's this non-physical thing that comes off of us that is the stage we get into exactly before action happens, like right before action happens. So it seems like that would be very important for an Aiki interaction um, because it falls, like if we're talking about the Koki Musubi Oase Zonshin, it's that second, the, the in-between the Koku and Musubi part, or is it after that or is it all of those things? Man, it's a, it so depends, you know, so those can all be subdivided a lot also, but so it depends on the intent for what. So, uh, I mean, if, we, if we're talking about the moment right before action, then we're talking Masubi right before Owase. But if we're saying, you know, so I could have the intent to pay attention to you. I could have the intent oh. to, I could have the intent yeah, yeah. to For do a lot, lot of things. things. And so, you know, intent really begins at Kokyu is when you start, you know, that mindfulness is a kind of intent. It's the beginning of an intent, you know. It seems like, like, there's different kinds of intent, like, aside from, you know, ways, you know, that, that can... Uh, manifest you know good intent bad intent whatever but like intent as in like intent that you set forth that you're like i am consciously setting myself forth to do this thing to have the intention you know like like a very conscious choice right and then there's the intent that you read off people that sometimes they don't even realize what they're intending you know they'll make a like say someone makes a joke and they're like i'm just being funny but you can tell that the intention of of the joke is is to be mean mean or or something and they may not even consciously realize that they're being mean Mm. but there's some part of them that's like i need to you know take a deep cut right now at this person you know and so there's like the conscious intention and then like an unconscious intention that's just like underlying and it's there right and, and, and we pick up on it the important part to understand is you know when i say action action doesn't have to be physical like action mm-hmm. can be you know like so so just like that you know you're telling a joke and it's a joke quotes putting quotes on that and you know my intent was to make someone feel bad while i told the joke like uh and then you know i could always back out and say well that wasn't my intent right, right. the action was telling the joke that was actually the action but right. the intent behind the action was to hurt someone make someone laugh whatever it was you know uh-huh. and, and we like to because intent's so abstract, we like to get wishy-washy about it. Like, oh, you misunderstood me. You know, a mi- when someone says they misunderstood, like you misunderstood my intent where I planned that to go. Right. Because intent is only, um, like, it's only inside of you. You know, all the things that you do, you can read what someone's action is. And that's what, what you're saying is you can argue over what the intent of something was. Right. It, and be, it, that's why it's so hard to kind of put your finger on Right. What it is and then also what it is in a specific situation because we're only going off of, you know, reading someone from the outside, you know, like you can never really know what someone's intent is without being them. And sometimes even yourself, it's hard to read your own intent with stuff if you're not being honest Honest, with yourself. Right. And so that's what makes it kind of magical sounding, I think, when we talk about intent because it's like um, it's on that relationship level rather than like a physical level yeah. although there are right. things to read people that make it easy to read intent right so i think yeah i think there's levels to this because there there is definitely something that you can read there's that thing that you can read in people like uh-huh. what you're talking about so what someone's true intent is um is something that can definitely be seen be felt uh in that stage right before action you know um like you were saying a lot of times you can feel when uh, someone puts eyes on you and they, they're locked. Um, or conversely, when someone is somewhere else and right. you do not exist in their world. Right. Um, right. right. and, uh, if you are in their way and you're going to get trampled or whatever, you right. know, because right. to them, you don't exist. That is a type of right. intent. And that's where that you get, you, you know, like you, like you say, you ran into someone and then you say, oh, I didn't mean to do that. And right. I didn't intend to do that. You know, right, like right. I was just in my own world. I did not have an intent to knock you over. You happened to be in my path. I wasn't aware of that. And I did not intend that action. It's weird. It's funny because like, as we're talking in this particular scenario that you just mentioned, the like, oops, I didn't intend to bump into you. Um, you know, what you're saying is I wasn't paying attention. My attention was on something else. Right. And so, like, in my some... My intent uh, was just attention. to walk across the room. Right, my and, attention right, right. was... <laughs> right. But, like, so it's, like, in some ways, in that scenario, in intent 
you could say is kind of synonymous with the attention that you're putting on something. My intent was on my phone. I was, you know, my attention was on my phone. Um, but it's also in some situations not about in attention. It's about what you are like, a, like a plan or a, a manifestation of a feeling. Like you I know. would say, that's the difference between attention and intention. Like uh-huh. attention is a general awareness of something, uh-huh. and intention is the desire to do something with that. You like know? a directed uh, yeah. feeling. And you know, you can be attentive with intention. Like this sounds weird. <laughs> um, I don't know if I told this story on twenty six. I'll tell it again. So I, I had this uh, situation. I was in a local like a cult bookstore, and uh, there was this chick walking around. She was a witch, you know. I know her, and and uh, and I put my, uh, those are weird ways to say she that, was a but, witch. But, but, no, but, she's know. like you know, like uh, uh, if I was in the nineties, I would say she's a new age yeah. self help yeah, person, she's a witch. and now I just say she's a witch. Uh, but uh, right, but, you know, I don't mean that bad. It's just that's you know, she yeah. she may or may not be forms of consciousness and, right. and things. Anyways, right. mm-hmm. so uh, I was reading a book, and she was walking around, and I was like, let's see if she can pick up on my intent. And so I put intent on her. Now I didn't have an intention to do anything with the intent, intent, but it was a positive, meaning it was like a, a something coming out from me. To get to her, you know, like I was trying to, but I was doing that without giving any physical cues, right? So like I kept my eyes trained on my book and my head down and, you know, like I didn't want to give her any physical cues because, you know, if I looked at her, that's obvious. But it was funny because like she's walking around and at one point she's kind of stopped in the middle of the room and then she kind of looked a few different directions and then she looked right at me and she's like, hey, do you need help with something? Is everything okay? And it was like, wow, she totally picked up on that, you know? And and I would say there that I was being intentful with my attention because I didn't plan to do anything, you right. know? I didn't plan to attack mm-hmm. or anything. But she could feel that some part of me was stuck on your her, intent you know? was to reach out and touch her mind right. with your mind you got it and that sounds it. like some crazy magic mind power stuff but it's not you guys do that all the time everyone does it all the time right. we just don't uh-huh. think about it that's why know? we like, don't run into people that's also why uh that thing happens where you get stuck in the doorway with other people and you try yep. to figure out which way you're you going right or left because you don't have that because uh, you can't pick up on what's happening right, right. and I, it's you know, Maya's talked about this. I should yeah. probably talk about it in the last episode. She's maybe going to do it right now, and I'm telling her story for her. So I'm going to shut up and let her tell the Go. story. Go! <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I maybe have the, mentioned this before, but I think it's fun to play the ga- the intention game of, I don't know, I would sit in the dining hall in college and watch people not pay attention and oh, bump yeah. into yeah. each other. I, yeah, I think I've told this story. Um, but I noticed that there were a certain kind of person that people would move around, and there were people that would always be the, the moving person. And, and I tend to be the kind of person that would just move out of someone's way, generally, when I'm walking with my little lunch tray. Um, and so I decided, no, I'm going to be the person that people move out of the way of. And so it was a practice in setting my, atten- my intention to be, I am walking straight on this line. You will get out of my way. And not in any kind of mean way, but just like I am, I'm, you know. I'm here. It was a very, like, a kind of a coke you practice, too, in that, like, I square my shoulders, I, you know, exude confidence own your space i own my space yeah and and that was a fun way for me to practice you know setting my intent on something and and i did notice a big difference so let's talk about that because this is one of the questions uh that he had asked was uh ways in which you can begin to sort of train that or um you know work on that and and we talked in the last podcast about sort of the things that we're talking about now which are like away from the mat kind of things Uh um and i'm interested because it's something that i like i said have find myself not doing sometimes but how can you begin to train it on the mat or are there things that you can be looking for are there things that you can do when you're on the mat and there's specific drills that we've done kind of outside of like aikido you know whatever well i'm gonna go ahead and pick some of the low-hanging fruit here just because that's to. fine um but i think one of the easiest ways to do that which i'm sure you're already doing but just to refresh and check in with that is to um you know there are so many built-in pieces of aikido practice that are meant for uh, for you to hone your your intention and your koku and your presence um, and so just being really um, intentful in everything that you do, all the the basic traditions that you have, you know, bowing on and off the mat, um, when you bow in and bow out, when you uh, request, you know, f- to be someone's partner, um, do it with intentionality. You know, I I feel like we harp on this a lot or we have in the past that like 
new students don't know how to ask other people to train with them. They'll kind of stand awkwardly or like, you know, wait to be looked at or, you know, kind of hover weirdly. And that's very um, non-intentional, you know. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the perfect way to say that. (laughs) Yeah, so they're they're not focusing their intent. And so for me, um, even in the past like year or so, it's been fun to like be like, no, if you want to train with someone, you – be the first person to, you know, <laughs> the other day I like literally, um, since they clapped his hands, you know, okay, pick a partner. And uh, I was like, Josh, <laughs> like, right. you know, immediately. And he was like, all right, cool. And it, you know, feels good to be called. And everyone like else cried and said, we're not going to be able to they figure were it out. It's yep. true, actually. And then they all like, just struggled with figuring out the technique. Because the two best training partners were taken. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's true. Um, <laughs> But so so all those easy little things, you know, those are easy ways to make sure that. And then you you can carry attention. that in on into the the forms practice as the uke and as the nage, in uh, uke especially, be intentful with your attack. You know, so often you see these kind of like, me little you know, um, grabs that are not really grabs. Um, so if you're doing it, do it. Put some attention behind it. Do the thing that you were supposed to be doing. Give the, um, you know, the the mental force or whatever, um, the mental energy right. to match the physical energy right. that's coming. Right. And I'd like to tack a little subtle thing on that. I think you know when you're attacking, it's a great time to practice your intent. You that does not mean you have to be faster or more forceful. Those are yes, crutches. Yes, yes, Those yes, are yes. crutches to magnify um, the, the, your intent. But if you're doing it right, you could attack really slow, but attack with a, a ferocious intention that's scary to. Someone. So that's and that's a good point because I think that's something that's so hard for people um, because I think that they they conflate the two things. So they conflate like I'm being intentful to being forceful. Right, um, yeah. because that's like you're saying that's the easiest way to show someone right. what's happening to physically manifest to physical, physically manifest the intention. But that's not necessarily what you want to do. You want to try to cultivate it internally uh-huh. um, in a way that you can um, you can get it to someone externally right. without physical manifestation. Right. And I think that kind of goes along with a lot of stuff that we've said before, which is like. The whole point of Aikido is to, in addition to practicing the physical aspects of the self-defense, at least the context that we're looking at with Aikido, the the non-physical aspects. And so relying on the really, really physical aspects of yourself to project a certain kind of intention or to hold yourself in a certain way, um, that is, like Josh was saying, a cr- kind of a crutch. You know what I mean? Like, so being able to project that intention like Chris was talking about without even um, having to change the way that your physical body's sitting or standing or where, the way that your eyes are looking or anything. And and not that you can't use those. Those sure, are all important sure. things to use. But finding ways to, um, completely non-physical ways to practice that um, and that will expand your uh, toolbox yeah. to, to project that intention. Yeah. And, and these things are all like um, projection of intent. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think you could do clarification of intent practice. So be clear on your intent. And the way yeah. that that happens is you assess why your intent is that. Yeah. And then when you're when you're projecting your intent, you do not allow anything else to cloud right, that, right? right? So like when I am being this way, when I'm being strong or assertive or loving or whatever, you can put anything you'd like on it. But that is my pure intention and I'm not putting other stuff right. in that. I'm not, I'm not letting myself waver. So you know? if I'm, you know, a lot of times it's like uh, come in, for a, a push to the shoulders. I am thinking in my mind, I'm going to shove the shit out of that guy right. the whole time as I'm coming through. Right. Even if I'm, I might be coming slow, I might be, but in my mind, that's how it's playing right. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that intent is very clear. And right. you could do a lot of drills like that where, you know, we do a, a drill, just someone stands on the other side of the mat and you just walk toward them. You have an intent in you, whatever it is. The other person on the other side, their job is just to stand there and let that intent come through them. Right. And it, it's amazing how much of that you can feel yeah. if you let yourself be open to it. Um, and, and part of the training is not only being open to it, but being aware of yourself closing down to it. Right, because so right. often what we want to do is uh, put up little guards because the intent might not be 
uh, something that we're comfortable feeling. Yeah. And so we put up guards, right? Like uh, we smile or we try to laugh or we shrug our shoulders or, or we, we put up these physical guards so that we don't have to feel that thing. Yes. You want to try to learn to let all of that go so you can pull it in you and you can feel it and it'll make you feel uncomfortable. And that's good because they you will use that later. Right, right. And then you will recognize that uncomfortable feeling. I think a lot of when I used to train, especially like as a teenager, I spent um, a lot of my time on the mat being really silly and um, and, and, and kind of not screwing around like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but like lots of laughing and, and like, um, you know, trying to be funny with stuff. And like, I think that I, I seem to have gotten much serious, more serious. Um, and I think that's because I, I've realized that that, that all, all that stuff is stuff that I was putting in the way because I that's was right. afraid of letting myself just like letting my face be blank because for fear of showing fear or for right. fear of, you well, know, right. Actually, letting someone's intent sit with me, you right. know, and so that was something I could put in between me and that other person in order for me to feel comfortable and safe, you know. Yeah. And that makes it a lot harder to read anybody else when you're putting your own shit up, out there, you know. And I think what both of you are touching on right now is is masking intent. That's another yeah. practice you could have, which yeah, is whatever my intent is um, to mask that, to hide that with another kind of intent. And that means I do not allow my physical actions or anything else I'm doing betray, um, what my intent is. And and that could be tone of voice. That could be all kinds of things, but you know, get an intent and then don't let anyone see that intent. That's another practice you can do. Uh, and, and all these things just build your ability to, to control intent completely from you, right? Whether I project it out, whether I let you not see what my intent is, whether I'm reading your intent, you know, like all these things are, uh, how do we get at this like abstract, seemingly mushy thing, but the more you play with it, the more concrete it'll become to you. And I think too, like um, working with people that make you uncomfortable um, is a really important part of working on your own like working, I mean, this, maybe this is more like just cokey stuff being comfortable, but like working on, you know, um, uh, masking your own intent if you're nervous and then, but then also not letting that, um, keep you from having the right intent intent for the situation that you're training, the, the attack that you're training, because that's, it's easy to become distracted if you're like uncomfortable or feel weird or whatever with someone that you're not used to training with. And I don't mean like someone that like is being weird or gross to you, but like just, you know, there's different relationships on the mat that maybe, you know, someone who's very tall and you're very short and you're like, oh, this is weird, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like allowing yourself to not avoid those people and work with them and, and find ways to like, um, you know, be friendly, but like let that relationship be without having to put extra. Does that make sense? What yeah, I'm saying? No, like, it makes perfect sense what you're saying. Like, and that I think uh, it's all wrapped up in that same realm of intent. You know, maybe you're not exactly working on, you know, pushing forward a really strong intent, but also like brushing away your own extra bullshit around it and letting yourself just be with this other person that you don't aren't it, comfortable with. It's sort of the mental equivalent of sort of the the natural body state yeah right? yeah, yeah of exactly. being relaxed and realizing that like if i'm tense and someone's trying to do something i uh, physically i'm blocking them from being able to feel into me and vice versa uh so it's that but on a energetic level right. on, a, on a mental level um and if this sounds weird but you know try it sometime uh stand and have someone behind you and have them um just in their mind I'm going to push one shoulder or the other um, and then uh, come in and do it and see how often you are able to feel which shoulder they're going to come to before they do it. Um, And I think, as my experience has been, there are – you can do that. You can feel left shoulder and move it out of the way, right shoulder, you know. so try – I mean that's something yeah. that you can try that's very tangible that you will see like, oh, yeah, I can I can pick up on this. And it might – who knows what it is, like really what it is. Sure, and who cares? I mean like if but, you can do it consistently, you can do it. If you can't, you can't. You know, like – and if you really want to get to the bottom of it, cool, sit and figure it out. Yeah. Like – and, you know, we, we always want to put this like, you know, like, well, either it's normal 
or it's from God, or it's magic powers in the universe. And it's like, well, it just is. And if you want to get to the bottom of it, cool. But if you can consistently do it, cool. And and then, you know, if you doubt, like, well, I can only do it in training, we'll see if you can do it in other times, you know, because I take intense stuff out of the dojo constantly, and I am yeah. amazed how often it works, you know? Like, um, people can feel that. We, we all feel each other. And it's like, you know, you can tell when someone's staring at you. You can tell when someone's being weird or uncomfortable. Like, we understand intent. It's, it's part of the way right. we interact. No, it's true. I think that's something that happens a lot with martial arts. Like, uh, everything becomes just this weird other when we talk about it in a martial situation. The way we stand, the way we walk, the right. way, like, whatever. It has to be this, ah. And it's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that, and it's not like that. It's actually and, and not like that, The yeah. things that we do every day are the same, but because we're talking about it in a martial situation, I'm putting in quotes, suddenly it's weird. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we do intense stuff all the time. All the time. All the time. The we're only- always doing this you know, given take of we're in a line someplace. Am I too close to this person? Am I not? Right. You know, right. Uh, oh, that person I'm looking at over there is having a bad time with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And, uh, you know, that's going to blow up in a couple of seconds. Like, yeah, we're seeing, you know, so. And, it, you know, it's funny, like, for the most part, um, we do all this stuff unconsciously. And um, that's great. And it's real efficient and fast. The problem is when we read something wrong, we can't dissect what was wrong with it unless we intellectually understand it. So so all these practices are putting your your conscious mind into it so you can try and figure out why you do these things you do. And if you start thinking about intent and noticing it, you will see yourself using intent all the time. And you will see yourself being subject to other people's intent all of the time, yeah. like constantly. It's, it's kind of um, like a, a small muscle that you have to grow you know and and it's it's like it, just like anything else it takes time to kind of build that muscle up and so either being sensitive to other people's intent or flexing your own intent consciously right um and and so i think it's easy to go like i, I don't know what that is i you know like josh with the exercise josh was talking about like i can't feel them coming i don't know which shoulder they're coming to Blech, you know um but it like it takes some time to like get sensitive to that and i think what's cool about you know, on being on the flip side of intent and, and sensing and feeling your own reaction to intent and, and seeing if you can even pick up on that um, is that anytime you're training one side of the, the picture, you're also learning about the other side. That's right. You know, um, and so being able to pick up on someone else's intent and when it's strong and when it's weak and when you can't feel it at all um, or where it's focused or whatever means that you have more information now about how to focus your intent and how to um, better utilize it. And uh, like... It's difficult to say exactly like how, but that's something that you have to work with with yourself because it is so um, unique to each person. You know, right. the the intent is at the core of Aikido. It's it's one of the main cores. You know, and, and there's lots of stories told about the founder revolving around intent practice. Um, and like you know, there's a story that uh, I think it was Shioda brought a great hunter to test uh, Yoshiba's skill, and you know Yoshiba had apparently put himself in front of marksmen before, and they couldn't shoot him. All this stuff, right? And and uh, the this hunter had been brought in, who was this awesome hunter, and uh, Yoshiba had already agreed. Yeah, okay, cool. And the guy walks in the dojo, and the second he walks in the dojo, Yoshiba looks at him and says, "Oh no, 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 you'll shoot me." And he said, you're the only guy I've ever met who actually shoots before he shoots. And, you know, that's a weird way of saying it. But I think the idea was I can tell your intent is actually to, <laughs> to shoot, shoot me. me. Yeah. Like, and you, you would have me. no qualms yeah, about, about shooting, shooting that me gun. And, yeah. and making yeah. me you're dead. not yeah, fucking yeah. around. You're not here to see a cool display. Right. You're not nothing. You want to shoot me. And so you will. So I, I no right. contest. You win this one, right? right? And um, and that's that's also I key, right? right? So I was telling the story to Maya the other day, and as soon as I told it, she's like, "Oh, that's I key because he didn't get shot still, right?" right? right. And so like, right. so we yep. could go like, "Oh, Yuishiba was a wuss. Like he didn't. He well, I thought he could dodge bullets. Right. So right. what the right. heck? Right. He did dodge he a did, bullet. Right. He dodged a bullet in the best possible right. way. Yes. <laughs> like, right. Yes. Right. I was thinking about this right now as we were talking about it. One time I was sitting. Uh, we were sitting in our kitchen at the dinner table. Like after we'd eaten dinner, and the little door to the um, to the trash can under the sink had popped open, and it was just kind of sitting open. And I tend to get annoyed by those things. Even as a kid, I was like, "Oh, that door's sitting open," um, and it's just cracked right there. And I'm sitting looking at it, and I'm like, "What if I could do magic?" And I didn't know, you know, what if I what if I had magic and I could sit here and I could make that door close without getting mm-hmm. up? And I'm sitting there staring at the door, and I'm like, you know, like. 
conversations are going on. I'm just sitting there, like, paying attention to this door. Like, let me see if I can get it to close. And eventually my mom got up and went and closed it. And you're like, I did it. And I was just like, (laughs) yes, I did. You know? And it was funny. That was, like, a foundational way for me to think that maybe Mm. magic isn't always what we think it is. But it still is accomplishing the thing that we were set out to accomplish just in a different way than we thought. Right. So maybe I didn't magically close it with my, you know, with my mind in the way that I expected. But I did magically close it with my mind in that my mom got up and closed it. And she maybe read my intent. Or maybe it was just Maybe she saw your face. Face looking sure, at right. it and was I mean, like, you whatever. Know. It, it was. absolutely could be luck, but it could be exactly what you said too. Is your mom was looking at you and said, "Why is my staring at that door? Oh, it's open. I should go close it." You know what I mean? Right. And then you did do exactly what you set out your intent to do, right? right. So, so we can't always uh, prescribe the way in which it's going to happen. Well, but and setting I, your intent helps things. I happen. think this yeah. gets back to something that we we don't touch on a lot in Aikido is that the things we train most often in Aikido are built on failures, right? <laughs> so um, the the grab that it happens, the, the push that's coming, that's all you failing to see the intent of that person prior. Prior, yeah. Right? That's You're doing that because you picked up on the intent in the action part of it or later right Mm -hmm. they were already full into their action before you decided before you were able to uh understand the intent right if you take it back a step and then a step and a step and a step you're never gonna have to deal with that right right um and if you look at it that's the ma'ai is based on that idea that i caught their intent in time to put me in a distance where they are not able to use whatever weapon, if we're talking about in a in like a context where they want to hurt you. Um, and if they break that my, it's because I did not do that thing. Right, right, right. It's funny, you know, when you talk about this stuff, like it, it sounds to people like, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm hardcore and I want to become a crusher, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like you say stuff like this and it's like, well, that's not, you know, like so – so they thought that I looked scary, so they didn't want to fight me. I, that's not what I want, you right, know. Or, that's not, or right. they, they, I looked like I wasn't paying attention, so they felt sorry for me. So, you know, like whatever, right? And yeah. they're like, oh, that's not crushing, right? But all the people who are in charge of the world, they're really good at intent, right? So right. meaning oh, like yeah, yeah. all the politicians who run stuff, all the people, those guys are really good at intent. And they're the ones who make all the rules right. that we all have to follow, right? So, so saying that, you know, like – Look at any politician. They're really good at sizing up what else someone else really intends to do or doesn't intend to do. And they're really good at pushing forth right. their intent that someone else goes, oh, they will have right. a war if or, we, I push this Or guy hiding far, their or intent. Right. right. Until it's I mean, too late for you to. We compare martial arts to gambling to like poker games a yeah. lot. And it, it, that follows in with the intent there, you know, that uh, the ability to read your, you know, the, your opponent's intent or to mask your own intent uh is awesome and that it it skews your advantage you know to you know whether you're lucky or unlucky being able to um overcome the situation anyway you know using that intent uh on your side right you know and i think that's it's very similar to martial arts and you know while we're talking about all this i think you you everyone needs to understand that intent is a key Right, so like I keep though keep right, right. an energy, and it's an abstract kind of energy, like literally is represented by steam coming off of rice in the kanji. But like it's an energy, something's happening, but we can't bottle it, we can't jar it, we can't, you know, it, it's abstract in nature, and that's what intent is. It's a kind of key. So when you're learning about I key, you're learning how to harmonize with different kinds of intents. That's part of what you're learning. It's not just that, but it's a piece of it, and so. Understanding the stuff that's non-physical is a big part of, of getting what Aikido is. And and that's not to say that on one side it's, you know, so there's a spectrum, right? One side it's like, that's magic and will float in the clouds. And on the other side that that's bullshit and it doesn't exist, right? So neither one of those are true. It's truthfully right in the middle. And it's just, it's a, it's a real thing that is hard to pin down. And it's an energy that makes stuff happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that we could maybe talk about is, um, in, in continuing to like talk about how you can train intent on the mat is, um, in a more live situation, 
um, how to uh, work on using your intent with, you know, say you're doing like a Jiwaza or something. Because um, we've talked about so far just, you know, setting your intent when you're working like on a form or something with a partner. Um, but I think like when you're doing something a little more live or, you know, with a little bit more movement, um, you know, still on the side of the UK being able to, you know, understanding what the situation is and setting your intent in line with what the particular training situation you're working with is. And then on the opposite side, on the, the Nage side, um, setting your intention to that is consistent with the goal of what you're trying to do. Does that make sense? Like, um, you know, remembering that, you know, if it's a Jiwaz and you're trying to move and stay free of other people, that your intent is to move and stay free of other people. (laughs) Because it's easy for your intent to accidentally shift to, I need to throw them or I need to, you know, I need to Nikyo them down to the ground and then pin them, you know? Um, So having control over your own unconscious intent that sometimes shifts without you realizing it. Because, you know, in the beginning, when you start, you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do these things that I'm trying to keep in my head and work on my Aikido. And then it start as things start to go, then sometimes it it switches to whatever it is. Well, and also realizing that that could be the case that you want to do that, which is like, I want to show this technique. Right. So I need to be in temple Uh on understanding how it's going to set up and, or reading that the other person is not giving me the, the, they're not giving me the energy, the intent that I need for this thing. Right. Can I set them to that? Right. Right. So that's something that I use a lot in GeoWaza, which is like, um, Hey, check out this shoulder over here. Right. Yes. Check out this, you know, and that's what we're doing when we're offering. Right. Right. Um, like, we're giving, You're focusing their we're intent. focusing the intent, right? Um, You're painting a big bullseye in, on yourself. Right, in a Over sort here. of physical way. Right. Um, it, it's important, I think, too, to understand, kind of like touch on what Maya was saying, that the immediate predecessor to intent is will, right? So, like, will is will is your 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 ability to manifest what you want mm. and so you know i want to do x in a geowaza that's my will and then developing a stronger will will allow you to keep your intent purer and cleaner and cleaner and cleaner you know so like you know i want x and i have to have willpower to do that right and so willpower is like you know uh i don't want to eat cookies so i don't eat a cookie during the day not you know it's a, it's a lack of willpower if you eat that cookie and then you should question yourself why the fuck did i eat that cookie when i said i didn't want to eat that cookie so that's the it's a broader category and that focuses down into intent intent generally tends to be smaller blips of that right but but it's more intense Mm -hmm. and it's sharper right and so like building will will allow you to build clearer pure intent and so maybe that's something that to work on outside of the mat as well as inside because you can bring that onto the mat with you where you've been working on these different uh, you know the ability to control yourself and go no i am going to accomplish what i set out to do right so let's uh, talk about the last thing that he uh, asked, the last little piece of this, and we, I think, sort of touched on it, but because um, I think it was really kind of an astute thing to, to question. The, the thing, oh, do you can want you, me to read yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, about the <laughs> yes. four uh, stages. Is intention a natural byproduct of con- concentration on the four steps to make Aiki? So it's, it, it's just super hard to, like, break this up, like... Uh, I don't know how to get exactly it, it, what he's saying, but intent is what allows you to make the four right, steps happen, right? right. right? Um, so that's part of it. So is it a natural – is it a natural – what do you say? Is it a natural – uh, A natural byproduct. Natural byproduct. There we go. Is it a natural byproduct of, of, of that focus? So, so the four steps is a natural byproduct of um, the intent, um, and breeding more intent – will be a byproduct of, uh, you know, it's like, thing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a loop, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if in you, the middle of all that right. stuff, if right? If you're working on developing intent, then focusing on the four steps of Aiki is a good way to have sure. things yeah, to focus great on yes. Yes. To, yes. to work that intent. But once you have intent, it's also easier to work the four steps. If you want to work on intent, quite literally, you can work on intent with anything ever that you want to do. What it is, is that you're setting yourself to actually do that thing. To actualize right. that you know, thing, Yeah. 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 Man. Hmm. This is a deep one. My mom always likes to say, you know, uh, set your intentions, you know, for that thing, you know, whatever it is. Like, we talking to her about 
some job that I want or whatever. And she's like, okay, well, set your intentions, you know? <laughs> and if I, I say anything negative, she'll be like, delete, delete, just focus right, on the positive. Right. Set What's your intentions. What's funny is like sometimes <laughs> that stuff seems like um, phone, like I think a lot of people, <clears throat> to a lot of people that seems phony. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like the, 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 isn't there a book where like the whole idea is like the secret? Mad. Yes. Um, oh, people, but, that people love the secret. But uh, there's a lot of people that think it's BS. I know it's very, but it's divisive. not. But it it probably is BS in Both the way sides that sides are true, right? Yeah, because it is true. Like in order to get the thing that you want, you have to have the intention. You know, it's right. not just going to fall right. on you, right? You know, yes, right. Um, it, so it, it's it, like so a, like that's the way spells work, right? So I'm, I'm on a witch kick, no I guess. Man. But All right. but it's the way spells work, right? So like what Maya's saying, her mom tells her, which is set your intentions. Right, so look, we have this idea that when someone has a spell, right? So you know, like they get a cauldron, they mix some shit up, right? Right, then we go like, oh, they're doing a spell. So in our imagination, we imagine that like, I don't know, some ethereal, glimmery fairy or something is summoned up in this, and then it yeah. goes forth into your bidding. That's not what happens, right? So all that happens is you become more crystallized as to what you want. Because you spend more time focusing on it. And that's why spells require weird shit like graveyard dirt or like old man's tooth or a black cat's time time to go out and get. Exactly right. right, right, right. And so all this stuff is forcing you to think more and more, do I really want this? And if you're willing to take this step, well, then you're willing to take this step. And having a ceremony actually lets your mind concentrate completely on that thing and devote totally to it now how does it happen it happens because after that you're then looking for every single opportunity Opportunity for it to actually happen and so when the opportunity arises you're not asleep because you did your spell right right Right. and it gives you confidence exactly right and your your spirits emboldened through doing this because you believe especially you know if you have a more simplistic way of looking at the world you're like there's some magic fairy on my side now right so whatever it is but you are now uh completely uh focused on whatever it is happening and you can't you believe inside you have a deep belief that it is going to happen and so it allows everything to manifest as likely as possible like a placebo i guess sort of i mean like but there's there's multiple things happening there like it's because a placebo is like yeah a placebo is like you believe it right and that's part of it but it's also like i am now actively at it you know like so like the the biblical thing you know like uh god helps those who help themselves yeah, right. So, like, the universe – and see, this sounds magic-y. The universe will provide as long as you're paying attention right, to allow right. it to provide for right. you, you know? A well, good example now, would be, like, a love potion or something. It's like you spend so much time thinking about this thing and you're like, I'm going to cast this love potion. And then you yourself are ready to go out right, and, and, and the, be available right. to right. this part. You know what I mean? Like, you so make yourself ready. <laughs> is um is intent – Tie, I mean, and obviously, intent is tied to action and vice versa. Yeah, so intent is what precedes action. You would have no action without some kind of intent. Right. And you can't have. And whether well, you're aware I mean, of your intent. Can you or not. have. I mean, I guess you can have intent without action. Yeah, you can have intent without action. Um, but it's not a true intent, it's a false intent. You know, like. Uh, and that's kind of masking intents, right? So, like, look, like, let's say you, you talked about one today. Um, I am giving you full intention to smash your face, but when you're training, you don't smash their face. Right. No one goes like, "Hey, Josh, Josh just scares me." Well, maybe some people do are <laughs> right. not used to it, right? But but people, you're still playing within the realms of being safe, so it's a false intent, right? So like, yeah, meaning that, I'm not gonna ever really smash your face. Exactly right. And so when you training. look at an actor in a movie. They have good actors. They've mastered intent. And so when the audience huh. watches them, they're like, oh, that That's, guy intends to right. kill her. Now, look, the actor's right. never going to kill the other actress. That doesn't happen, right? But we all read it as true because it's a false intent. Huh. Interesting. Mind blown. All right. And so is that all that little, I mean, we we haven't really talked about how that intent manifests itself in your in your body or, you know, how we read it from other people. But that's what we're picking up on when we see someone who has a quote-unquote true intent, whether it's true or not. You're picking up on the way that they carry themselves, the way that they... There are a zillion cues and things tiny that happen. Little things. That you're, yeah. And I think that's what we're, we're like, really good at reading that. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's we're very good we're, at reading that. Yeah. I mean, that's... We, that's, we do all intent all the time. Like, yeah. that's the thing, I think, the other thing that, again, when you put it into a martial context, it becomes this other thing mm-hmm. where, like... We can see 
colors coming off of people, whatever it is, right? Um, but that's not it. It's it's the stuff we do all the time. We're just harnessing it for a specific use yeah. when we're talking about it, you know, for you know self defense or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's, it's the thing we do all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's stuff normal. that you do when your mom comes home and you're just like, uh-oh, she had a bad day. Right. And right. you haven't even yep. talked to her exactly yet. Right. Just the way exactly she walks right. in the door, you know, uh-oh, she's yep. had a bad day. Yep. It's just that, but with strangers that you don't know reading yep. their intent. Right, right. Totally. Um, okay, we are at 44 minutes, folks. I was just going to ask. Awesome. All right. So thanks uh, to Tommy. Was that? Yes. Uh, for this one, it was really good. Hopefully, we tread some new. I feel like we tread a lot of new ground that we didn't touch on last time. Yeah, I, I so didn't listen to episode in a long time, so I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I'll hope. So. Hopefully, you got some good stuff out of it. But I feel like this is something that is like super important and something that I feel like if people worked a little more on, might clear up a lot of other things, um, questions that people have about how Aikido works. You know, you just realize it works on their intent, (laughs) you know. Well, and that's like a lot of people that are attracted to Aikido are people that have maybe um, don't feel confident in their social abilities um, for whatever reason. And um, and Aikido is a perfect place to do that because it works so much with intent. And that is a large part of social interaction is reading people's intent and, you know, giving out your own intent. And like, you know, so having some intentionality about your intent, paying attention right. to that, um, is a, a great help for for people that need to practice that and and you know feel like it's you know they're it's not as good as they wish it was. Right, right, yep. You know, uh, if you want to work on that stuff, uh, give yourself a discipline, right? So have some path that you follow, regimented. Then allow that to build willpower. Use your willpower to build intent. And intent's just the sharp end of of willpower. You know. All right. So let's go ahead and thank uh, all of our patrons, as we do. Um, did we get any new patrons or anything this uh, bit? I don't think we did. Maybe one. I don't know. I got, I got to pull it up. Hold on. Oh, we did. We, we got did, one. We, did we got get one because the, I the, sent a text just the other yeah, day. Yeah, didn't like, we get the dude? He gave us uh, some money. Like, uh, the 100, 100. Oh, that was, that he was gave us money for our 100th episode. And that was it nice. was like a one-time thing. Uh, and then he was like apologizing, like that it was, was some kind of. That was this listener. <clears throat> uh, oh, was, yeah, awesome. that was Tommy. <laughs> so Tommy's great. Um, and uh, <laughs> long story short, no, because um, yeah, because the way Patreon works, it's like based on a monthly thing. But he just wanted to give uh, a one-time thing, so he wanted us to know that it wasn't like some bait and switch. And truthfully, I like that I, you're giving the background. <laughs> truthfully, I was like, dude, you're giving like no, man, this is great. Anyway, so uh, we really do appreciate um, – we appreciate all of our listeners and all of our patrons. Um, it was funny when so. I read that uh, explanation that he gave, though. You know, That's how I feel a lot of times. I'm like, hey, look, I just – I want to explain to you why right, this right. is happening this way. Because like, you're going to get a weird, you to weird right, right, about right, right, this. Right. Like, <laughs> All right. So um, – Sweet. Okay. We're jumping in. Yes. So thank you so much to our patrons. We really, 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 really appreciate you. That was a lot of reallys, um, but it's true. Every time we set, we get a new one, we send it to the group, and we're like, oh, my God, people like pay us to do this. What the heck? Um, and all that money goes back into keeping our podcasts on uh, online and to you know getting a new hard drive, getting equipment so that we can uh, – ha- so our episodes can sound good. So uh, we appreciate that. Um, our patrons are Tommy Siv, uh, Rob Kitson, John Smith, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippi, Julie Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Randy Stewart, Sam Sully, and Michael He, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Thomas Polino, Floor Hanawick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Dave Dewberry, Okan, Ayrton, Constantinos, Andrea, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Very good. Um, oh, uh, took two so Lisa that. Klein, uh, oh, yeah. name oh, yeah. led me to remember that the book that she wrote is out, is out and now available. So uh, it's we on did Amazon. A, we did a podcast a while back, so you can look for that if it's you like want ninety something. If you want to know about the book, but the book is available. The book is called "The Life Giving Sword: Kazuo Chiba's Life in Aikido." It's about Chiba Sensei and related. Uh, topics and ideas. It's about the post-war Aikido. If you want to know about it, we did a podcast uh, that yeah, gets we talked to into her. And it's great, yeah. Uh, did an interview with her, and it was really fun. So, um, and Lisa Klein is, is awesome and nice, and so you should definitely go on Amazon and check out. Or um, I'm not sure if it's on other sources, but I know it is on Amazon. So go check that out. 
um, it's nice always to hear when our patrons are doing projects and yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, tip of the day. Oh, or tip, oh of the week. tip of the tip week. Of the week. Um, we play. gave a bunch of tips. I mean, already. yeah, uh, really. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure there's one that. Well, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to over tip you. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Too many tips, these guys. Everyone's like, oh, stop talking. Yeah. Um, no, but like, pay attention to your intention. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, That's a lot easier I said I than it. done. Um, find a way to express intention in a way that you're not used to doing it. Um, whether it's sitting in a random store like Chris did and, and place your intention on someone and, and try not to physically express it, but see if you can really focus it on something or work on clarifying it or work on, uh, what was the other thing you said about intention? Masking. Masking it. There you go. Um, so there's three different ways that you can play with your intention, um, whether you're on the mat or off the mat, and, and do something out of your comfort zone with that and I think see how it goes. You're on the mat that, you know, the easiest thing I would say to do is just when you're doing the whichever role you're in, but especially in the side of the uke, I think is the easiest one to kind of uh, grab onto. Be clear in the intent of what you're doing and the action that you're making. So when you're going for that action to grab their hand or whatever, make sure you have the intent to back that thing up so it's not just a dead... And it's okay to play with different kinds of intention to see, oh, does this one feel better? Or, hey, ask the other person, hey, how did that intention feel? Um, Or when I did it like this or when I focused on that. And if you just straight up don't know, you know, always ask what's kind of what's my intent here supposed to be and have you know you'll have something to, to jump off of from there all right there it is yes <laughs> there <laughs> pay is, attention yes. to your intention yes. um we have a, a bunch of, of requests in right now for episodes so we're trying to get through them all yeah um and uh, th- th- there's not a specific cue i uh, mean so like this is basically what happens every episode before we go hey what, what are, are we, we going to talk about it? and then we all just kind of talk until we find out what mood we're in to talk about so then we talk about that one. yeah so if there is something that you have asked us about and we're not getting to it it's not because we hate you yeah it's just we just haven't gotten right. to it yet um, and there's but, a couple different platforms so we're just like oh is it over here yeah yeah that is also yeah and so this is something actually i really yeah you don't have facebook you don't have facebook whatever i mean communicate with us that's awesome but if you could send stuff through the facebook uh i could discuss thing that would just be easiest because then a lot of times when we're looking for things like i know someone sent us is it on patreon is it did they send it to the dojo did they send it on my facebook they sent on my facebook they sent it josh they sent you know so so the i discussed um if you're on facebook uh you don't have to follow but you could follow it if you want uh and then um send us messages there would probably be the best and if you don't have a facebook patrons the second yeah patreon's the second best place to do that um and uh one more thing review us on whatever platform you use on because that that does help us get out to other aikido people and tell your friends yeah and subscribe so that you get us as soon as it gets uploaded Heck yeah. That's awesome. and, and like I said, we do have a, a, a big uh, queue right now that we're working through. But if you have ideas, still please send them to us. Because I don't know, like a lot of times I think we feel like, well, shit, have we been talking about Marshall stuff too much? Have we been talking about you know, whatever right, stuff, right, right, you know, whatever right, right. thing? Yeah, so, yeah. so if we get stuck in a rut, we're trying to figure out, you know, if you want to hear something different than we've been talking about, send us some requests. Heck and, yeah, we love yeah. it. All right, guys. All right, very good. Until next week. Next week. Take care. <laughs>